News when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis. Well, President Biden has appealed to the American people directly to support funding for Israel and Ukraine's war efforts. He also warned that Hamas and Russian President Vladimir Putin pose parallel threats to democracy. When America experienced the hell of 9-11, we felt enraged as well. While we sought and got justice, we made mistakes. So I caution the government of Israel not to be blinded by rage. The speech precedes a White House request that Congress provide roughly $100 billion in resources that would go to Israel, Ukraine, Taiwan, and the U.S. southern border. In the meantime, U.S. Ambassador to China Nicholas Burns has called on President Xi Jinping's government to denounce terrorism by Hamas. We have a lot of challenges in the U.S.-China relationship. Uh, we do not have identical views uh, on this particular position. Uh, Hamas does not support the two-state solution. Hamas supports the destruction of the state of Israel. China has taken a position of supporting the two-state solution, as has the United States. And so obviously, the focus here should be directed against Hamas. U.S. Ambassador to China Nicholas Burns in an exclusive interview with Bloomberg. Well, round three for Jim Jordan's quest to be House Speaker has been scheduled for this morning at 10 Eastern time. Bloomberg's Ed Baxter has the story. More twists and turns to even get to this space. Jordan has come off as support of an interim speaker after very heated response from his caucus. So I'm still running for speaker and I plan to go to the floor uh, and get the votes and win this race. But I want to go talk with a, a few of my colleagues, particularly I want to talk with the 20 individuals who voted against me. Whether that will land him what he needs is a big question as it hangs in the wind and delays action on aid for Israel or Ukraine. Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio. Fed Chair Jay Powell is suggesting that the Fed will leave interest rates steady at the next meeting. But Powell did not rule out higher rates down the road. We have models for everything. We have formulas for everything. Ultimately, as a practitioner, mm -hmm. we have to you know, be focused on what the economy is telling us, even taking lags into account. What's it telling us? Does, does it feel like policy is too tight right now? I would have to say no. I think the evidence is not that a policy is too tight right now. Um, so, and, and we're at five, five and a quarter to five and a half percent. Powell also said that rising yields have lessened the need for higher interest rates. Yields on two-year treasuries declined after he spoke, while 10-year yields bumped up against 5%, currently trading at 4.94% in Tokyo. Well, a new poll is out for the 2024 presidential race from Bloomberg News and Morning Consult. It points to a challenge for President Biden in a matchup with former President Donald Trump. More from Bloomberg's Jack Fitzpatrick. He is trailing in this poll in several important swing states that includes Arizona, Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin to former President Trump. Uh, collectively, in seven different battleground states, he trails overall in aggregate uh, 47 to 43 Voters say they uh, broadly support former President Trump's uh, stance on the economy. They trust him on the economy more. Foreign policy is not a, a strength for President Biden either. Bloomberg's Jack Fitzpatrick. The poll also finds swing state voters cite the U.S. economy as the most important issue heading to the ballot box. Taiwan's TSMC says the worst could be over for the semiconductor industry. Bloomberg's Joanne Wong with this story from Hong Kong. 
The Taiwan chipmaker projected sales of about $19 billion this quarter and capital spending of $32 billion for 2023. That's ahead of analysts' estimates. It also posted better-than-expected net income in the third quarter of $6.5 billion. CEO C.C. Wei says the company is counting on the chip market hitting bottom very soon, but he stopped short of calling for a strong rebound because of uncertainty surrounding China. And that's Bloomberg's Joanne Wong. That's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.